0: So in the same sense, I know we've been kind of grilling on like church leaders, you know, because we're here to talk about the church as a whole, right? Yeah. So it and starts, the leaders
1: always come first.
0: Starts with the leadership, but it's not just the leadership that makes up a church. It's also actually majority of it comes from the congregation, right? The church members. One thing that we need to remind ourselves as church members is that God has placed leaders in our churches for a reason Mm -hmm. you know and i know sometimes just naturally because it's people working with people sometimes you may not like everyone in your church maybe you're not okay with every single leader but god has placed that leader in there for a reason Mm -hmm. and that is your leader whether you like it or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i know that's always sometimes a tough pill to swallow but it's literally we are here to also Submit to our leaders, to our pastors, you know, they are there under the guidance of God. You know, God is literally trying to help them to help you to get closer to him. And there's actually a a Bible verse found in Hebrews 13, uh, chapter 13, verse 17. And it says, obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who have to give an account let them do this with joy and not with groaning for that would be of no advantage to you. Mm -hmm. You know, they're literally out there. I would say majority, right? Because I'm not going to say that there might not be a church where a leader is really like trying to grill someone for no reason, you know, but majority of leaders really are out there for your best interest. And that is your soul in heaven, you know, your relationship with God.
1: And uh, one thing that, that, Grinds my gears, right? <laughs> one thing that bothers me a lot is church members will automatically get upset by a leader. Oh, I didn't like the way he said that, so I, you know what? I don't even like him.
0: <laughs> That's a big one. Listen, going up and growing up in like, church. I man. heard that a lot. I don't like that tone of voice the way they said this.
1: Like we're not first of all, leaders in general, like if I make a mistake here on seven sixteen, um I'm human. Mm-hmm. We're human. You know, we still have to deal with our daily struggles. Yeah, We still have to deal with the, the things like paying for gas prices that we're paying now. <laughs> for reasons I won't say, and you can decide on your own. You know, like we still have to deal with that
0: yeah you know they are dealing our church leaders are also dealing with everything that's going on in the world but now also trying to lead a congregation yeah like i was thinking about it not that long ago um specifically for our pastors i'm like wow like because i'm here tired right and i'm here like man we're doing this we're doing that then i gotta work then i gotta make sure home and and the cooking and the cleaning and our dogs yeah you know and now our pastors are going through the same exact thing, but now they're also getting on top of that phone call after phone call yep. of like, Hey pastor, this just happened to me. Hey, and this, I need your, you know, consejeria. I need your advice. Exactly. Like it's a lot. Yeah, like, and you're going to tell me that they will not might maybe slip up or maybe say something out of tiredness just naturally as a human being.
1: Yeah. And we can't expect them to get, to not get agitated. I mean, there's yeah. some aggy people in these churches, man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> thank God that doesn't happen in my church, but, um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know how the pastors always say no, but I was like, like no, oh, <laughs> I know that's every pastor's like message, right? Like,
0: well, I'm not talking about this church. No, 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 no this doesn't happen in this, this church. church, right?
1: <laughs> no, but listen, man, like we we the pastors, all of us, everybody, everybody, you, the pastors, were human. Yeah, we the pastor didn't suddenly become pastor and then uh, suddenly become the son of God. Yeah, they're flesh. Yeah. They are flesh, just like you are. Yeah. They get annoyed just like you are. They get mad just like you are.
0: Yeah, they get sad. They get frustrated. Yeah. They get everything like They're we do. They're not this
1: emotionless robot that are supposed to be perfect in everything they do.
0: Except a lot of times they still have to put that face of strength and happiness. You know, it's it, that's tough. Yeah. There's a lot to that. And I think it's just so important as church members... Um, It's very easy to point out flaws. It's very easy to be like, oh, they're not doing this. They're not doing that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, let's learn to show a little bit of grace.
1: We're always so quick to point out the flaws in people, right? But we need to stop doing that. As a congregation, we need to stop focusing on what people appear to look like. Yeah. You know, because we have a lot of issues where people appear to look like Christians, but deep down they're not. Mm -hmm. They leave that church and they're just back to what they're doing. They come back into church. And what are they doing? Just warming up the seat. It's not enough to just show up to church, look the part, and then leave and do whatever you're doing. Yeah. So it, we need, as a church, we need to stop focusing on the appearances of things. We need to stop focusing on, mira que tal fulana. Stop worrying about what other people are doing.
0: Yeah. I think, um, yeah, we get quickly caught up in like this whole gossip mentality of like, Oh, I heard this girl didn't come to church today because of blah, blah, blah. I bet you it's because of this, this and that, you know, you are literally tearing your church down by allowing yourself to consume yourself into gossip. Mm -hmm. Like that is not, that is not what we're there for, Yeah. you know? And, It's just there's always comments about people the way they dress, the way they this, the way they spoke, or how late they came to church, and yeah, you know, it's like when we go into church, focus on you, focus on you, boo boo, Mm -hmm. like you know, uh, what is it? Salvation is is individual, you know, la salvacion es individual. Our our Spanish be coming out because we raised, born and raised in Spanish church, but um, it's true, you know, why are you worried? so much about someone else's salvation like worry about your relationship with god while yes we are there you know to help out each other and to keep each other accountable right but we're not there to bring our brothers and sisters down what are you doing you're literally not adding any kind of growth you know if anything pray for them pray for your brother and sister you don't know what they're going through behind closed doors yeah you know i mean Nobody knew what we were going through behind closed doors, you know, and that's just the reality.
1: Yeah. And nobody knew for what reason, because we felt so ashamed or we felt so confined by this idea of saints in the church that nobody does anything wrong. So if I come out and do something or say something, I'm going
0: to get kicked out of church. I'm going to get
1: burned before (laughs) I can get kicked out of the church, actually. Yeah. You know, people become afraid. What we do is we, we end up building this uh, this this wall where nobody can actually come out and seek for help. Yeah. You know, because we're too busy talking about other people and the issues that are going on in their lives.
0: Yeah. And the, the beautiful thing with, you know, just being transparent. And again, we don't mean this like, you know, you need to be out there broadcasting your situations. But... Don't don't act like something you're not. Yeah. You know, that's just what it is. And if there's anything that I notice is when you become more open and and this goes for, you know, both church members and leadership, you know, there's there's room for healing, mm-hmm. you know, like for sure. There's something that we noticed. I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) Something that we noticed um, when we were able to speak in that panel is that, yeah, we had some people, like, reach out to us. And, you know, that's a beautiful thing to be able... To feel like you can reach out for help. Like there is somewhere that I can go to. There is a safe place. And
1: I'm not going to be judged.
0: And I'm not going to be judged, you know. And it's why? Because we were able to share those experiences, you know, and how we overcame them. And that's just what the church is all about. The church is supposed to be there together as a unity, Mm -hmm. you know, as a... a And
1: not to tear people down. Yeah. You know, because how many times do, do... I mean, and listen, I know that this happens. You know, where we're praying for somebody, but instead of actually praying for them, we take in the information as gossip. Yeah. It's like, for example, you know, like a pastor could be praying for- uh, On a Monday uh, service,
0: let's say. Let's say,
1: whatever, whatever it is, let's say a pastor is praying for somebody's marriage. The prayer ends. Oh, so they're going trouble. They're having trouble in their marriage. Yeah. The prayer wasn't for you to take in gossip information. It was <laughs> yeah. for you to pray for your brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're going through something with their marriage. Like, uh, it's almost like, how dare you judge them? You know, it just, it, it goes back to that verse where we were talking before in that, uh, in that episode that we did with Manny Cassandra. And I still can't remember it, but it's like, uh, be, um, the one that is sinless, like be the first to cast, the th- uh, to throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. And it's all like, girl, boy. You are not you are not sinless. You are not perfect. Yeah. Us being in this world, we will never be perfect. So we have no right, you know, to to feel like we're above someone else. Yeah. Because we're we go to church every single service. We go every Sunday. We pre we you know, we fast, we read our Bible, we this, you know, yeah. like someone might be on their way. And all you're doing is tearing them down. And mm-hmm. you're tearing them down. I think there's a proverbs that they talk about this and yes
1: and and i'll get it right now and and so the verse here is proverbs 11 11 through the blessing of the upright a city is exalted but by the mouth of the wicked it is destroyed the city is our church
0: yeah you are literally tearing down your church
1: with gossip with you know what we call bonjinche yeah you know like (laughs) we, we can't be doing that we can't be taking on information you know, even within leaders, we can't be taking on information that we receive and then start talking to other leaders and then start talking to other leaders because what's going to happen is that telephone game mm. and then Someone's, the wrong everyone's information. Everyone's going to find out. Everyone's going to find out, but then the wrong information might be leaked out and it's it's completely away from what it actually was. Yeah. You know, or it's it's spelled out completely different. And it's another habit of gossip is we start talking about our leaders yeah, rather mm. than praying for our leaders. Stop. Talking about your leader. You have an issue with your leader. Don't complain about your leader if you're not doing anything about talking to them.
0: Yeah. First, I think it's important to pray for them because, like we mentioned, our leaders go through a lot, you know, and leaders go through a lot of also, you know, pastors and leaders. There's a lot of voluntary work in there. There's a lot of time sacrificed there that you might not see because you just attend church and that's it. If there's anything I've learned, like being in the worship team, like there is a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes on where I'm like, wow, like from just turning on the church to the lights, to the mics, to the this and the that. And I'm just all like, wow, it literally takes a village to like be able to run everything. And everyone's giving their time, you know, freely. You know, and it's obviously their devotion to God and it's something that they want to do and it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, like leaders, they, they've got a lot on their plate. So I think it's so important that if you were to really have an issue with your leader, if there was something, one, pray, pray for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like there seriously is power and prayer. I know I have done it before um, to an ex-manager of mine, of my one of my jobs before. And I remember I had an issue and I came crying back from work because I was like, oh, my gosh, like this person just angers me so much. But instead of like cursing at them or anything, what I did was like, I'm going to pray for this person, Yeah, you know, and literally there was a shift like instantly, you know, and it was the craziest thing that I probably have ever experienced. And I think I was like 16 years old. And in that same way, like it's so important to, to pray for your leaders. And if there really is an issue You can also confront them rather than saying like, oh, this person pissed me off because blah, blah, blah. You have an issue, go talk to them.
1: Mm -hmm. Simple as that.
0: You know, you're literally just going around and now. It's like,
1: why are you doing so much talk? What's this talk about? Just talk to the real person. Talk to the person that you're you're talking about.
0: (laughs) That you're talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Talk to them. Talk. (laughs) I did not mean for that (laughs) accident to come out. Just talk to, (laughs) how? Just talk to the person that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, set up a meeting. Hey, you offended me. Hey, I didn't I didn't appreciate this message. Hey, you know, I don't like that, uh, that I felt like you were attacking me with your word. Yeah. Talk to the person. It might not even be that way. It might not even be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and if it is like that, you corrected it. Yeah. Kudos to you for correcting it
0: to but, you for standing up. But
1: by breaking down your pastors or by breaking down your leaders and talking to somebody else about that same thing. Oh, they said this and they did it like this.
0: You're tearing you, down your church. You're, yeah,
1: exactly. You're tearing down your church. You're tearing down your city.
0: Yeah. And literally, like, I, I also feel like you you take blessings away from yourself, you know, because you really think God approves of that kind of behavior that you are talking about someone that he appointed. Mm hmm like that's not gonna fly by him and there's actually a bible verse right that talks about um how to confront um like leadership and how to go about that this we can find it in first timothy chapter 5 verse 19 Um, and it talks about elders um, and in this case you know you you can literally apply it to an elder or to your leadership in church it says do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses but those elders who are sinning, you are to reprove before everyone so that others may take warning. You know, I charge you in the sight of God and Christ and the elect angels to keep these instruction without partiality um, and do nothing out of favoritism. So it's like, you know, if there really is an issue, if you and other people have an issue, like there is something that you can do, you know, go go together and speak to this leader, speak to this person, speak to this other church member, you know, have a pastor present, you know, if it's, if it's that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I think, I think it's totally right. And if there's something missing in the church that you feel like is missing, don't gossip about it. See if you can change it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that goes on to the next topic, you know, people leaving for the wrong reasons. Yep. (sighs) You know, we want to, we want to just leave the church and, and, we don't really have a reason why we had said our motives are for leaving the church are incorrect.
0: Yeah. You know, and we, I have seen this time and time again, like literally throughout my life, people leaving because, Oh, this person said this this way. So I don't like this church anymore. Yeah. I'm out.
1: Or the biggest one. No, they, they tried to put me in disciplina. They try
0: to, <laughs> yeah. to give me discipline and I didn't approve of it, you know? And it's like,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a verse. There's a verse in the Bible that says that talks about discipline. There's plenty of verses in the Bible that talks about discipline. And Proverbs is the biggest one for that. <laughs> in fact, Proverbs repeats it so many times in a form of discipline. Yeah. But here's <laughs> <laughs> But here's the verse. Proverbs twelve one. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. But whoever hates correction is stupid. <laughs> plain and simple that's the niv version (laughs) all right i know the king james version has a different i think they use the word brute yeah which is
0: i think worse somehow (laughs) you know but
1: it's just come on man yeah if you do something wrong and you get corrected don't get upset don't get offended don't be so quick to get butt hurt
0: yeah like let that let that you know pride (laughs) let that pride down man because listen we are We're human beings. We're going to make mistakes, you Mm -hmm. know, and leaders are appointed to us to correct us as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you've done something wrong, you know, there is a consequence for it. And it might not even be that long or, you know, if you're put in discipline for a specific reason. Sometimes
1: they'll even just talk to you and, you know, it might, you know, for whoever hasn't received the discipline or whoever has, you know, a simple conversation, a simple comment on what you're doing is their love for you. Their love, it's like, hey, you know, I don't feel like something is right in what you're doing. And I think you need to check yourself, you know, because maybe to a leader or maybe to a congregation, you know, maybe to a church member. It's like maybe check yourself because if you want to be used by God or if you want God's glory to shine in you, you know, that's not going to be able, you're not going to be able to if you're acting this way. Yeah. You're behaving this way.
0: Yeah, so for some short time, we're going to have to have you step out for a little bit. No, but sometimes Re-brally- that's not
1: even the case. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's just, it's just a simple comment. like It's like a warning before the, the actual discipline. Yeah. But, but we want to get so emotional, and we want to take it as an attack rather than God speaking to us and saying, you know, God's trying to put me on track. God's actually speaking to me. God's the one that loves me, and he's using his servant to speak to me. Yeah, but we only look at the man that's speaking to us yeah yeah and so another another thing that goes on is you know we'll leave because we say the church is dry Mm. the church isn't dry you're dry
0: (laughs) sheesh but yeah you can't expect the church to do all the work on your spiritual life that's just not that's not the reality of how things work you know and coming from a place where I definitely had a moment where I felt like I was in a dry season and I was kind of blaming the church. Like, I know what that's like, but then I I realized like, what am I doing to make anything better? What am I doing to add on? Am I having that constant connection with God at home or am I just expecting the worship team to do all of that filling in for me, you know, and then leave fulfilled that way? Am I just expecting to hear a fire word every time? Like God is trying to reach out to us at home on our daily living, Mm -hmm. not just once or twice a week when you go to church. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to feel dry. Of course, you're not going to feel like anything's going on because you're not even giving God the time and place. Uh, We are a body of Christ. You know, each individual member of the church from the person who cleans to the person who sits. To the person who opens and prays, the one who worships, the one, you know, we all have a part. We all have a responsibility in the church. Um, one is to keep each other accountable. Others to uplift. Um, but do your part. Do your part. This is your church. You know, mm-hmm. this is your community. Um, there is so much that you can do to uplift. You can literally help uplift by either... Going to your leader and being like, hey, listen, I feel like there's a void in this. What can I do to help out? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's easy to say like, oh, the church is missing this. We need this. Okay, so you go up there and do it, you know, because I remember I used to feel that way. You know, I used to be like. Oh, well, I don't see this, this and this happening or like, should I do this? And then I remember God literally like convicting me like, OK, so what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what? Because I made you for a reason. You're in that position for a reason. So what are you doing about it? You know, and it was just all like, oh, shoot. And that's where I had to check myself where it's like, yeah, it's so easy to point fingers, but it's so much harder to do the work, you know, to have that commitment. And you are there for a reason and you can also make a change within your church or you can gossip and tear it down.
1: And, you know, and I'm not going to say that that this doesn't exist, right? I'm not going to say that there's churches that aren't dry. Like, like. Oh, no. yeah. I mean, you know, there are leaders that some leaders refuse change, right? So there's there's times in our lives where, where maybe you spoke to your leader and maybe you tried to do something about it. Maybe you tried to inflict change in church and the church just wouldn't budge, right? The church was just so far along that no change was possible. If that was the situation, obviously this isn't for you. But usually happens is we'll leave the church and we'll say, no, the church was the problem when really we were. Yeah. You know, we expect the church to fill us with the Holy Spirit, but we did nothing to actually seek the Holy Spirit. Seeked out the leaders and we looked at man for that opportunity or we looked at, you know, how fancy the church is or how great the technology is.
0: Or how of today or how modern it is. And it's like, I think you got... I think you got the idea of church really wrong yeah. if that's your motives, you yeah. know? If that's what's keeping you from going to a church because it doesn't look fun, because it doesn't this, mm, I think there's a little interior work you need yeah, to be and, doing. Yeah, and
1: as well, same thing with the motives. You know, what's your motive for joining that church? You know, there's people that want to go to Stephen Furtick's church because it's Stephen Furtick. Yeah. You know, are you going for Stephen Furtick or are you going for God?
0: Also, are you going to church because you're just trying to find a Christian spouse?
1: Oh, yeah. You know Yes, you can't miss that. You know, are you going there for Christian mingle? (laughs) Not sponsored.
0: Not sponsored. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) but you know, I remember like people would love to visit other churches because they're like, Oh, my future spouse is probably in there. But then you missed the whole word because you was just trying to see if the other if there was cute hot singles in there. You know, but you know, the whole point of this is like really to keep us in check. Yeah. You know, because if we say it a lot of times, it's because we've also gone through it.
1: Yeah, we can't be lazy Christians. Yeah, we can't be lazy Christians. We can't expect for something to work out and do nothing to make it work out.
0: I mean, that's like saying like, God, talk to me. But then you never pray. You never even open the word. You know, it's yeah. like, how is God supposed to talk to you? You want it to be like a big sign. You want like an angel to come down and be like, you have to go left. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's funny because that you bring that up. And and in a past experience, it was the experience was God talked to me. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. But then God tells you what you're doing wrong through a leader. And suddenly your butt hurt because that leader is not somebody that you like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but God was talking to you.
0: Yeah, you, you just asked- didn't like who
1: the vessel was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>.
1: <laughs> but anyway, you know, let's close this topic. Cause I think we've said enough there. <sighs> we've said a lot. Yeah. You know, but you know, point of, of this on this key point, don't be a lazy Christian.
0: No, do your work, do your work outside of church. You know, God wants to talk to you day in and day out. And if you're just waiting on the next Sunday service to be filled, you're going to grow dry and thirsty and it's going to be a long road,
1: you know, for the last. But I feel like one of the strongest topics is this belief of not going to church, Yeah, you know, and and I'm talking about people in general. Right. But then we also have those Christians that leave church and they say, you know what? I don't believe in church. I don't believe in the idea of going to church. There's no point of going to church.
0: Yeah, like I'm Christian, I believe in God, but that doesn't mean like I have to go to church. Yeah.
1: Like I can I can serve God and I can be a Christian at my house and be a Christian by, you know, reading the Bible at my house and and praying every day and uh, and you know, worshiping on my own and doing everything on my own. Basically creating your own church service at your house. And and I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that you can't do these things right you can worship on your own you can pray on your own you can read the bible on you you can quickly look up on youtube plenty there's plenty of good uh services that you can find on youtube i mean you can even youtube live your your church your the church you attend or uh, a church like uh elevation worship yeah i mean elevation church mm-hmm. right but Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with creating that as your permanent solution.
0: Like your only thing.
1: The church is meant for iron sharpening iron.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. The purpose of the church is to surround yourself like like like-minded people. And if you can't do that, you're going to get dry. Yeah. If you can't get yourself to the well, your cup is going to go dry.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we're just really not meant to make this walk of life alone you know because if it was that case then why did why didn't god just leave adam by himself
1: or why didn't jesus walk alone
0: jesus could have done the work all by himself Mm -hmm. but he had his 12 disciples you know like he's all like we're we're gonna do this together we're gonna you know we're gonna spread the word this way and when one doubted the other one helped strengthen like that's just what it is yeah You know, like God is a communal God. Like he loves the community. He loves the unity. You know, we are even referred to as the body of Christ. We are all individual pieces working together. Yeah. You know, and that's just what God wants for us.
1: Yeah. And there's this whole saying where it's like, I believe in God, but I don't believe in the church. God, we are the church. We are the people. We are meant to do things in unity. We are meant to do things as a group. We are meant to do things as like-minded people.
0: Yeah. And
1: you know, if, if your church and because I know that there's situations where it's like, it's like, well, I don't believe in church because all that is, is all these negative things. And all, that's why we talked about all these negative things. Right. Yeah. But we also talked about how everybody's human within the church. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we'll just leave for the simplest thing and then automatically think, oh no, that there, there's no point of going to church. We'll create this idea because we're, we're more comfortable at being at home. Yeah. Or we're more comfortable at living our lifestyle without nobody telling us what to do.
0: Yeah, because there really is no one pointing out your flaws or no one, you know, um, talking to you or giving you discipline or anything. If no one knows you.
1: Yeah, you I mean, know? yeah, sure. you know, no one's going to correct you if you don't surround yourself without anybody. Exactly. How would you know if you're in the wrong if no one's going to tell you, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And kind of going back to like the online churches, like, you know, for example, during 2020 when everything was closed it was such a great opportunity you know and it was such a great way to be able to reach people from home and i think that in itself is a ministry of its own but i think it's a great um like a a gateway to kind of get into like building that relationship but after that it's like you know try to build the community what else can what can you do to help also elevate others yeah and the thing is that listen being a hundred percent honest because even our church, uh, and they actually still do the online services. There was times where I would turn it on, but I really wouldn't pay attention.
1: Yep, turn it on, walk away.
0: Turn around, walk away. Feel like I did my part. Show that my name showed up, you know. And it it's it sucks to say, but the thing is that in with all like reality, when you're at home. You're comfortable, you get lazy, you get distracted, you have your phone, you don't have like anyone looking at you because listen, there's been times in my church where I'm on my phone and then the pastor's preaching and then I see them look at me and I'm like, oh shoot, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but you know, if you have no one like really keeping you accountable or you're not surrounded by people, it's like, what does it matter? You could be doing anything and then you just distract and then that's it. You're gone. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, just
1: and and I only, my, sorry, I'm cutting you off, but you know, I went through the same thing, although yes, we, you know, we are obviously married and stuff, but I had little motivation to go back to church yeah. during the time of COVID.
0: Yeah. I didn't
1: really want to go. And I kept telling myself, oh no, because it's too many people. Yeah. Sure. You know, that was uh, some percentage of what it oh, was. Oh, like when it reopened? Yeah. When it reopened. Sure. You know, like uh, to some extent I was worried about the people because not everybody has the same level of hygiene, yeah. you know, and. I consider myself a clean person, you know, but I started creating that more of an excuse, you know, and it was just more of like, hey, I just want to stay home and play Warzone. So I don't know. (laughs) You know what? No, church shouldn't be open right now. No. Yeah. No. But really, all I I did was play Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, literally. Like, that was, man, let me tell you, great time to play games, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Off topic.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, but seriously, like we just, uh, it was hard. It was hard coming back. But let me tell you, there was such a difference, a huge difference with attending church online versus attending it in person. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like being able to hug people, being able to say hi and all of that. It's just, it hits so differently. You know? You
1: know, and and not to, and I don't want to talk about nobody, right? I'm not going to put nobody's name. There are scenarios where people walk away from church and they say, I don't need church. I can do this on my own. I don't need to attend church, right? But then this idea of reading the Bible on my own becomes, rather than doing it daily, it is now every other day. Then it's every other week. Then it's every other month. And now my Bible's collecting dust on my table.
0: You grow cold. Yeah. Naturally, you grow cold.
1: We're not meant to do this alone.
0: Yeah, we're not. And it's just a beautiful thing to be able to create friendships and community together. I mean, when we talk about like in our porn episode where you talked about how you had the struggle, you had someone within your church that you were able to reach out to, to, to keep you accountable, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep, to give you help. Mm -hmm. But, that only happened because you decided to stay and to actually be yeah. a part of the church. I didn't
1: fix the problem on my own. Yeah. I first seeked out therapy, then I seeked out a, an accountability partner. Yeah. You know, and now I'm exposing myself to be held accountable by many more people. You know, no. a lot of I, Truth mean, is- I know that there are people that can do it on their own. Yeah. I know that there are.
0: There are. There know, are. You know, but
1: the but- odds, the, the, but it, it is so much better when you have motivation. It is so much better to run with a partner than run on your own.
0: I mean, there is a verse in Psalms, right? Where it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. You know, let us go to the house of the Lord together. And who said this? It's in Psalms one twenty. Oh, Psalms. Psalms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's a beautiful thing to be able to congregate together. And, you know, it. I understand there's also a lot of people that have gone through their struggles. There's people that have gotten hurt by churches. You know, there's people that, you know, literally church has failed them, Mm -hmm. you know, and church has failed us plenty of times too, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's just the the reality of it is that there is no perfect church. There is nowhere where it's going to maybe satisfy every single checklist, you know, and there's so many out there. So sometimes it's like, How do I know what church to pick, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like I recommend you and I highly, highly suggest for you to really ask God to give you that discernment. You know, when we decided to go to our current church, there was a lot of signs that we asked for, Mm -hmm. you know, before we made it permanent because we're like, God, we have gone through so many churches and we don't want to go through the same thing. Yeah. And is our church perfect? No, no, it's not. And guess there, what? We're still going because at the end of the day, I am not there for man. Yeah. You know, I am there for God and I am doing my part to be able to also help uplift.
1: Yeah. And there's plenty of there were plenty of times where, like you said, you know, church has failed us, but we are the church. Oh. You know, me and Adrian, Adrian and I, we're the church. Yeah. Yeah. The church members of the church, the church leaders of the church, the church pastors, the church. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one person that can fail you. Right. You can also fail the church. Yeah. You, the church, can fail the church.
0: Yeah. There's so those. this
1: isn't this isn't a one sided thing. Everybody is, is playing Everybody a part here. Everybody plays a role. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and I understand if, if the church messed you up. But listen, man, a soldier doesn't go to war alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: A soldier has his men. A soldier has a squad. And a soldier went to boot camp to get prepared. The church is where we get prepared.
0: Yeah, literally. And, you know, we, we don't know the Bible in and out. I mean, there are some that really do know it very well. But even if you do, someone else will have a different take on a certain Bible passage and literally strengthens you in one part of your life that, you know, then... strengthen someone else like there's just so much like help that you do receive from the right churches yeah you know and i it you know i actually really love that example of you know like church being like barracks yeah you know yeah the church is like a barrack you know literally like we you know the church is there to help you like Get your armors together. Mm -hmm. Get your shields ready, you know, because once you go out there, it's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, we got to learn how to use that tool. Mm
0: -hmm, Because the word of God, man, it is there (laughs) sharper than any double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. You know, and if we, we can definitely learn to use it correctly. And we can also have our pastors and our leaders help us use this word correctly.
1: And obviously, uh, you know, this this podcast is coming to an end and, and we do hope that each and every one of you were blessed by this message that we're giving. Yeah. Um, we do hope that the leaders that are watching and the congregation, the church, the regular church goer that is watching. I, I hope that you take this into consideration. I hope we didn't offend anybody in any way.
0: Yeah, no, literally, um, you know, when we thought of this topic, we're like, wow, there is there is a lot we do want to say, but we don't want it to come across the wrong way. Yeah. You know, which is why we, well, we
1: have to take the emotion out of the mix.
0: I mean, that's the other thing, you know, we're, we're in a generation where everything's offensive, you Uh. know, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to go on and a whole (laughs) nother thing, but it's (laughs) true, Yeah, you know, and we need to stop being offended for everything and take out the good. Yeah. You know, we are literally here trying to help you out with your churches. Yeah. You know, help you out as a leader, help you out as a church member.
1: Yeah. Like if if for some reason I get put in discipline, or if for some reason, you know, like the the church leaders don't like wait if my pastor doesn't like me for some reason, well guess what? I'm not here for you. Yeah. You know, I'm here to serve God. You're stuck with me whether you like it or not. (laughs) I'm not going nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This building is just a building. Yeah. Church is us. We are the city. We need to build it up. Yeah. Okay? And your leaders are stuck with you. Yeah. Okay? You can make a difference. You are a voice. Yeah. We are meant to do this together. Mm-hmm. You know, and in everything we do, in everything we do, we got to look for God's guidance. Yeah. We cannot try to do this by our own will, based on our own emotions. Our own strength, You know, because I remember... Like- and this is just a little bit off topic, but I almost touched based on this, this topic in, I think, episode four or five. And I started getting angry. Oh, yeah, Because I still wasn't ready to talk about the topic. Yeah. I still had anger in this topic. Yeah. Because of emotions that I, ha- I hadn't checked yet. Yeah. Right? And, and this is emotions that go back, you know, way back to, to my early church days, you know, when I was a kid. This goes to emotions of my family. I, do I wish my entire family was serving God? Yes, of course. Yeah. But that's no reason not to show up to church. Yeah. You know, so I had to check my emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had to make sure that I was sound yeah. before doing this. And in the same sense, you know, check your emotions. If you're doing it out of anger, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Use God's guidance. Use God's wisdom. You know, seek advice. See if you're in the right. See if you're the problem instead.
0: You know, if there was any part of this, you know, episode, uh, anything that we may have spoken about that, you know, you got offended. You know, we, we do apologize. You know, we're not out here trying to offend. But also check to see if maybe the shoe fits. You know, sometimes we might act in certain ways and we don't really realize them. I know that I was one that was always pointing fingers at one point, And then I'm like, okay, well, what am I doing? So we can all receive some kind of advice, some kind of correction. We're not perfect. Yeah. 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 And we
1: can't, we can't expect the church to save us. Yeah. You know, the church is not going to save you. The church is there to help you. It's like a it's, guidance. It's, it's like a, a motivation. Yeah. You know, I get motivated to serve God when I'm surrounded by people who serve God. Yeah. You know, and that's what you have to seek for. That's what you have to look for. And if if you're not finding it, look for your leaders first. Fix it within your leaders first. Have a session with them. And if nothing changes afterwards, then maybe look for another church. But with God's guidance. And make sure that you're not leaving out of anger. That you're not leaving because I didn't like the way they looked at me.
0: Yeah, or I didn't like that they said this to me. Because, listen, most of these topics that we've spoken about, we say it out of experience. Mm -hmm. Quite honestly, yeah. you know, we we've either gone through it or we know someone that's gone through it or we've seen it happen within our own eyes countless times, mm-hmm. you know. And if we've seen it, I can only imagine how much like pastors must have seen it throughout years and years, yeah. you know, um, but I'm telling you, like, it is a beautiful thing to be able to congregate within a church. And I pray that you guys can, you know, find that discernment to choose a church correctly um and to be able to also serve because we're not here don't go to a church as a spectator don't Mm -hmm. go to a church to be a bench warmer don't go to church to just judge every single person you know i understand if you're going there you know as a visitor and you're still trying to figure out things i understand that you do in a sense do need to spectate but you know pray about it pray about it because god can give you that church and god gave us our church Mm -hmm. You know, and he answered our prayers, and he gave us so many signs, and I'm grateful for it.
1: Yeah, I'm happy for it. I'm grateful for my church. I'm grateful for all the members there, yeah. all the leaders there. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. Yeah. And and could I point? I put could I point at flaws? Yeah, I could point at flaws. Yeah. But this what what who's who are you benefiting? Yeah. Are you benefiting yourself by only pointing out the flaws? Yeah. Because you're gonna find it everywhere you go.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> can look
1: in the mirror and point at flaws at you. Yeah, Uh, your own flaws.
0: Yeah, you can go to uh, a million churches and at one point or another, the the ugly stuff's going to show up, you know. And if you're going to church for someone else, again, check yourself because that is cannot be your motivation. People will fail you.
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We Um, unraveled a lot. (laughs) Yeah. No, but you know what? This was necessary. Um, I'm happy that we did all this. I'm happy that we talked about this. I'm happy in the direction that we took with this. Yeah, um, guys, if you stuck around for because this was probably going to be two parts. I think it is going to be two it, parts. It
0: might be two parts. You know, I know
1: I know that we took out a lot like we unveiled a lot. Um, But again, you know, we, we do hope that you guys take our words into consideration. And
0: listen, this is all stemming from a place of love. Yes,
1: yes. That, then that's where I'm going with it. That's where I was going with it.
0: So, guys, thank you so, so much for watching. Thank thank you you, for being here. Thank you for your constant support. Um, yes,
1: please continue supporting us. Yes, it, it you know. really does
0: help us. Again, even if there is one person who receives a message, I am fine with that. Yeah. But if there are any of the topics that you guys want us to cover, mm-hmm. um, feel free to leave it in the comments. DM us.
1: Yeah, even all ask of us, the good
0: things. Yeah, <laughs> even
1: ask us questions. If you guys have any questions, you know, yeah. uh, that, like that experience that we had, there was so many youth that had so many different kind of questions. Yeah, maybe and we could do
0: q and A Q&A one day.
1: I would love to do q and A. Q&A. I would yeah. love to do a Q and A. We could, you know, and we can, we can, you know, put it in the comments, or if it's you want to make it anonymous, send it. Well, I, it wouldn't be really anonymous <laughs> to us, uh, but if you don't want people knowing who the question was, send it to us like in a DM on our Instagram. Yeah, I mean, we won't we won't
0: blast anyone out. Listen, yeah. if there's anything you should know from us is that we were flawed people. We were, we are flawed people. Yeah, you know, we're not out here trying to judge anybody. It just you know sometimes people got questions and they want honesty
1: yeah and i'm uh, we're more than willing to answer these questions
0: yeah you know
1: so again guys thank you so much for watching
0: thank you so so much If you like
1: this video you know hit that thumbs up for us it helps us so that way youtube knows that we're doing good as content creators and if you want to continue seeing videos for uh, from us if you haven't subscribed already please subscribe
0: Hit that subscribe button. It's if you free. don't have a
1: YouTube account and you want to subscribe. and You, you got to create favor, one. Okay. You got to create one. Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, man, it's not about the numbers, like we said. No, no. Um, but, you know, your continuous support always helps us out. and, yeah. and It's you a know, motivation. It is a motivation. a motivation. It's a happy you know? motivation. Um, And we, we, we hope you guys are blessed by it
0: yeah all right guys we will see you on the next episode stay tuned because we do have a special guest all right guys <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> Ooh, i'm tired my legs hurt I, i'm like i've been sitting in this position i need more coffee, <laughs> coffee. Oh, i
1: couldn't stop saying
0: talk. i know talk <laughs> you gotta talk to people <laughs>